0: hello world hey world hello world welcome to hello world the future is female hi everybody welcome back to hello world the future is female i'm zabella and your host obviously and today i'm joined by one of my friends chubby and she i met her a couple of years ago actually two years ago right Yeah. yeah so i met you two years ago Um, through this volunteering thing that we did. And now we're friends, Um, (laughs) as that goes. So yeah, I just wanted to talk to her about her experience in high school. Obviously, we're going to be upcoming seniors. So kind of exploring what that's like and all the stress and also the beauty and art and happiness that comes with it. So yeah, thanks for doing the podcast.
1: Thank you, Isla, for inviting me to do this podcast. I'm very excited to share my experiences about um high school and friends and stress and you know
0: um anything that's upcoming thank you great that's a great response um (laughs) obviously senior year is like a big year um whether it's like applying for college and just like there's this whole chapter that's ending do you feel like any emotions, or I guess could you just elaborate on some of the things that you're reflecting on as you're approaching this big year and also kind of how you're preparing for this time in your life to end and in your college experience to begin?
1: So, yeah, um I've been at my current school for almost seven. This is going to be my seventh year. And, you know, just that friendship and bonds that I've built with some of these people is going to be. Um, really sad if um when we go to different places if we do um i know everyone's going to be doing some amazing things in life and going great places but i'm really going to miss the people that i've gotten really close with because these people have supported me a lot um you know this is a very competitive environment that i um the school that i go to so um i'm definitely going to miss those people trying i'm going to spend my second semester trying to do as much as i can with them um and hopefully summer as well Um, How I'm preparing for this transition in my life is, I guess, you know, college applications are going to start in like two days from now. Um, So, you know, this next six months is going to be focusing on that, focusing on colleges, applying essays, recommendations, everything I need to do. Um, And then hopefully, you know, when January rolls around, I'll get some application. December,
0: um, Chevy. when December comes, you're getting that acceptance.
1: Okay, if I apply early, but I don't know if I will.
0: Oh, okay. So if you don't, I guess mm-hmm. January.
1: January, yeah. And then like, um, you know, when we're at grad venture, we're going to get a lot of those acceptances and re- rejections and wait lists. So that's <laughs> going to be a really interesting night. Um, But yeah, you know, the six months is focused and then six months of having fun. And then of course, AP exams, which we have to study for again for the last time, for the last time. So
0: yeah, I think that like, it's weird because for the past four well I guess for the past 18 years, but more specifically in the past 4 years, we've been in such a competitive environment where it's like you try to get all these leadership roles as po- you know as much as possible, you try to do all these volunteering things and um at the same time you need friends obviously to <laughs> live a full life. And so I feel like our senior year will be a time of like we're yeah, we're going to be working hard a big portion of it but i also feel like it's a time to take a step back from academics which i don't think we've had the chance to do and just like focusing on our relationships and all that because there's never going to be another time where we're like this age and the stakes are so low with like what we have to do and like we could just like make plans so i feel like that's something that i'm going to take in to like when i'm thinking about it do you think that like obviously like friendships are a big thing in high school but also in that transition to college a lot of people are like oh I'm not going to speak to any of my friends (laughs) I'm just going to find new ones and some people kind of want that tie in to their hometown how have your friendships kind of evolved over the years and what makes your closest friends so special that you would want to keep them even when you go into college or your professional life
1: well um the like my closest friends at my school I just feel like because of the environment that I have at school, I've been able to get them, um, I've been able to introduce them to my family and our families have became very close. So I feel like that was a really big factor in, um, you know, like I see them in my future, you know, whether, whether we meet or not, whether we go to the same college or not, I definitely think that these are some people who I want to keep in my life because they've made me, they've helped me like be who I am today. Um, and I know that in the future if they need anything i'll be there for them and if they if i need anything they'll be there for me so of course choosing friends is really you know it's a you need it's a wise thing um to choose the right ones and um i think that the ones that i want to keep in my life will always be there for me um and
0: yeah yeah i think it's like um with friends it's hard to find ones that aren't competing like against you all the time and I think it's something that's like I don't know if it's specific to school but I would assume so like in careers as well like it's very competitive just like to think that oh someone's better than you or they're doing things that you should be doing so then you're jealous of them but I think there are like again a few people that it's almost easy to find I guess that are like supporting you and um are literally there for the happiness, like they're supporting your success. And I feel like when you can find those people, I mean, I guess that's maybe why our friendships work and like us, our little group that we hang out with works is because like, I don't really see you guys that often. And when we do see each other, we don't really talk about school and stuff like that, which I feel like takes that pressure off. Right.
1: For sure. No, I agree.
0: So yeah, I think it's almost like, (laughs) Um, yeah, it's just, like, fun and light, but also, like, one of the deeper friendships, if that makes sense, because it's, like, we don't have just school to talk about, you know? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> oh, thank you. Chubby. <laughs> <Make> <laughs> transition to my next question. <laughs> okay. So, high school is obviously filled with ups and downs. Could you share, like, a particular challenging moment or um obstacle that you've kind of faced and how you have tried to overcome it.
1: Okay, so um my high school experience has been a very interesting one. Um especially re- in like regards to people. Um you know with this competitive environment, you know, people are always trying to get places, um, hide things, you know, all the toxicity builds up. And um I've had a lot of cases where people have tried to cheat their way into things and, Mm -hmm. you know, take my spot and stuff. Or um, like when it comes to science Olympiad and stuff, you know, I've had some instances where my partners haven't really been fair. And, you know, it's, it's something that we can't just keep, you know, telling our teachers about because we have to do something right. So we had to take matters into our own hands, talk to them, you know, see why they're doing what they're doing. Um, And that's kind of where I took it. I tried to talk to these people and be like, you know, this is a group event, this is a team event, we're trying to get to places as a team, um, and if without that team cooperation, you know, it's going to be hard to do that, so, um, you know, talking it out with them definitely helped, um, and don't be afraid to talk to them, you know, if they're, if they're mean to you, just, just use them stand up for yourself, yeah. Yeah. Um, because there's only a certain, um, like, an extent to which teachers can do things, you know, kick them out of the club, but then you're also losing, you know, a great partner, they might have been Like not nice and not fair to you, but they were definitely great in what they did, right? So sometimes compromising on things and cooperating with each other is really important. And when it comes peer-to-peer, I feel like that's more effective because then you guys can talk at, you know, your level. Whereas a teacher could just take big decisions, you know, kick someone out or not let someone do something. Um, And that in in our school, Science and Viet is very competitive. So tryouts happen, testing happens, teams happen, you know, forming them. So this is definitely a big thing that we face at our school and especially me with my partners and the people I've been put with on my teams.
0: Yeah, I think it that was a great answer. Um, and I think it's almost like sometimes at the, like at the end of the day, you have to help yourself. No one's going to stick up for you all the time. And I feel like if you are the one who's, you know, protecting yourself and you have the confidence to kind of say hey that was wrong or let's work this out then it's almost better because these teachers are here to facilitate us not kind of carry us through high school um yeah i guess my next question is obviously i want this podcast episode to help like a lot of people but i also want it so that you could listen to it in the eight months when we're kind of relaxing and hopefully we're in college so i guess for yourself in eight months do you want to share like any goals or dreams or hopes that you hope to have achieved by then? Um, and kind of where you see yourself in the terms of like one year.
1: Um, so I'm really passionate about medicine and I've been doing some research over summer and shadowing some doctors and I'm not 18 yet, which makes it really hard to shadow people because hospitals don't um, allow you to. So, um, with that, I hope you know next year I can get into the atmosphere of the hospitals and um, the work environment that these doctors, um, you know, work in um, to see what they do. Different types of doctors, specializations, um, you know, and learning from them is the most important part, um, as well as my research. You know, I hope to be writing a few papers soon and publishing them uh, because helping people doesn't have to just be you know physically. It can be there through uh, academics online because these papers can go a long way helping like trials, which is what I'm doing with my research, you know, so um, I hope to, I hope to at least get a more a stronger background with that medicine pathway.
0: Yeah, I, I guess that kind of segues into you do this research, obviously you do math, that's kind of how we met. And obviously the science side, but what are some of the other extracurriculars or hobbies that you think are just like, for the pure enjoyment of life?
1: So, um, I do Indian classical dancing. It's called Kathak, and um, I I started when I was like really young. But I moved to Orlando, so I took a big five year gap. So Wait, where
0: you moved to Orlando?
1: Yeah. From where? From Ohio. <laughs> when? Twenty fifteen. I used to live in Ohio. For, like I, I was born in Chicago, lived there for six months, and then I was in Ohio for like eight years of my life, and then we moved to Orlando in twenty fifteen
0: okay continue that oh my gosh I didn't know this so um
1: I had a big gap and it was like a piece like was of me was gone because dance is yeah. something i am really, really passionate about and um so I really hope to finish off I'm in grade six right now and there's eight grades so I hope you know in the next year oh they- when you said that I was like what you're <laughs> <grade> 12 chubby <laughs> yeah, in the level in, okay. in the dance um environment I'm in Kathak, I'm in grade six right now, and there's eight before my graduation. So I really hope in the next, you know, maybe two, three years, I can get that done um, mm-hmm. and, you know, start teaching maybe. And uh, I've started Indian classical singing as well. It, I used to do it when I was little, and I've been doing it for the past almost a year and a half now. So I hope to, you know, um, build upon that and get better, get stronger, get my voice stronger, perform at a few more places and yeah those are two of my big big dreams that's
0: so exciting I'm definitely going to take some lessons and we can (laughs) for my birthday we can go you can teach me we can begin this dream we can start Uh now okay anyways back to the podcast um so obviously senior year comes with like a lot of nostalgia and like happy memories what were like if you look back what was one or two memories that you kind of Will always remember or that constantly bring you joy
1: so like I said our school is very um stem focused so we would be really competitive with science olympiad and math so my favorite part about my high school experience would probably be our um out-of-state competitions because you know getting to spend time with these like 30 people and some parents and some teachers has just been very you know um it's been it's been so night nice, like I don't know it's just I feel like we see a different version of these people outside of school you know and getting to stay up long nights you know working on these builds or studying for you know just being in a room and everyone's studying but we're all there at the hotel room and then playing some games um, and then award ceremonies all sitting together hoping to get some awards you know that 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 we mean
0: it's a sense of community that often like when we're studying yeah we're all studying but everyone's alone but maybe it was that like in, in those field trips and all that you felt together even though you were doing the things alone
1: and going on like the plane flights um yeah. The plane, yeah and hotels you know after the competition day then we all stay up really late watching movies having fun and the and distracting and annoying the people in the lobby you know it's all part of it yeah so And then having snowball fights when we go to Ohio and MIT and stuff like that. um, I'm definitely going to miss those things.
0: I was thinking that like, we're never really going to have another field trip with chaperones and like a a school bus. Like that's kind of gone. Like we're all going to be 18. There's no parent waivers, you know? And I feel like we all think of those as like mundane, like tedious things, but like, it was a big part of our lives. And I think it's like, it's just gone. Like we're kind of on our own. There's no one looking out for us in that way. But in the future, I guess, do you have any like fears or concerns about like what, yeah, what you want to do in the future or, um, um, yeah, I guess uncertainties about what you want to do.
1: So the one thing that I know for a fact is I want to do medicine. Mm-hmm. I computer science, finance, anything like that has never been something that I've ever been interested in. And ever since I was little, um, you know, medicine, 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 that's all been me. But what I'm kind of like unsure or afraid of, I guess I could say, is, you know, building a a supportive friend group and finding the right people because that's something that I have struggled with a lot. You know, moving schools um often and just the way I've been treated, the way I see people, the way they talk to me, you know, Um, and I'm different. Like, I don't know. I just feel like I'm very different from a lot of people. So it's really hard for me to connect. And I just hope that in my college life, I want to have fun, you know, studying is one thing, but having fun is another. But I can only do that when I fit in with the right people, meet the right people. Um, So that's something that, you know, I'm kind of afraid to, but I want to explore. I want to enjoy So I hope I do find that right friend group.
0: I was at this like talk the other day and they were mentioning how like for a community, you don't just find one and kind of hop into one. It's you build one. And I think that it's like everyone is scared of what's going to happen with their friends. Like for me personally, sometimes my friendships have a one year expiration date and that does sometimes worry me. But I also see the friendships that have gone on for several years or the ones that I feel like maybe I haven't known these people for a long time, but they seem to know me deeper than a lot of longer relationships have. And I think the sense of people are attracted like to you, for instance, because you are different, you know, because you have this energy or this positivity that's uncommon and it's something that it makes people want to be surrounded by people who are supportive and positive and uplifting but also you know achieving things in their own career or their lives and I think it's something that like as long as you're confident in who you are and you know you love yourself first and you're okay with being alone and stuff like that you can go out and find your community and all those friends like they'll come sometimes you're gonna have one but don't worry I'll be here <laughs> um but yeah I've always been told you know quality
1: over quantity one friend yeah. can mean a lot more than a hundred mm-hmm. so I'm just yeah. you know, what I've learned is just be yourself and let people see you for who you are don't try to be someone else to be cool or to get friends you know because yeah. those things won't work out
0: mm-hmm. yeah I think I've been like you don't have to be surrounded by people all the time. Like it's okay to be alone. But then every once in a while, hang out with some people, you know, and stuff like that. It's just that on social media, when we see it, it looks like someone's hanging out with someone at all times. But it's like those posts are every six weeks or every seven weeks. And obviously, (laughs) they're highlight reels. So then it's just like, it seems like it's every single day that they're doing something. Whereas you're kind of alone writing a college essay but that's another point um yeah I guess so when I was a freshman I had zoomed this this person that I really admired who was going to be an incoming freshman at college and I had asked her what was like this piece of advice that she would give to me incoming freshman and yeah I was thinking about how like we're kind of seniors now like we've kind of done it we've done the four years well almost let's hope nothing goes wrong um (laughs) so what advice would you give to someone who's you know going from eighth grade to ninth grade and kind of just scared about the weight that the next four years you know seems to have i suppose
1: so actually, I've been, even today, I had actually just talked to someone who was transitioning from eighth to ninth grade, and a lot of people come with the fear, you know, like, oh, this pe- these, these people are taking these classes, I'm not in these yeah. classes, these people are ahead of me, what do I do, SAT, volunteering, et cetera, et cetera. So what I just tell them is, you know, you do what you can do, like, the load, you do how much you can do, because everyone's path isn't going to be the same, you know. Um, everyone's going to be slight, like, it, everyone's going to be following a different um, timetable. So yeah. if someone, if you just, you need to focus on yourself. And if someone's doing more than you, that's okay. You know, it, it's okay to not be the best, because yeah. there's always going to be someone better than you. Um, mm-hmm. And I just personally think that when you're transitioning from eighth grade to ninth grade, it might seem like the scariest thing. But just Make sure to make the right friends and try to get advice, guidance from the people that have been there, had those teachers, you know, know ahead of time, like what type of coursework they could give um, and what type of teachers they are so you can prepare yourself. And um, I would just say, have fun because these four years aren't going to come back. And I know it's academics is important, but along with academics, try to squeeze in some time to, for you, you know, whatever you love to do.
0: Yeah, I think when I was going into freshman year, I was also stressing about like, I can't mess this class up or I can't get this bad grade because then the next three years of my life are like going on another path now. And I think, yeah, sure. That pressure on myself made me kind of work hard. And I always had like a pretty good mental like status or health. But I also think that there was an aspect of maybe I want to also prioritize socializing with people more like I luckily I was able to realize this in 10th grade so I started hanging out with friends more or making plans but I feel like it was very easy for me to choose um, studying um, all the time and then you know versus like studying a lot of the time with a few hangouts and stuff like that so like I would say definitely obviously prioritize your school if that's you know, what's a priority to you, but then also make sure that you are taking care of your health and, and you're exercising and you're not like postponing these things to like when this time period ends. Like, I know a lot of people who are like, okay, I just work hard for the next seven, like four years of my life. And then I'm going to start working out and then I'm going to start eating healthy and then talking to friends. But it's like, you're done with these four years, okay, you have another four years of college, you have another 10 years or 20 years of your career until, you know, so it's like, there's always going to be something. So make sure that you make time for the things that are important to you. Um. So yeah, that I guess that would be my advice. And then also, um, the person who I talked to that freshman year, was kind of the reason I started this podcast. And it was because she I was like what advice like hello help me and she was like and she told me as long as you're willing to learn pretty much anyone will talk to you and everyone wants to be the person who kind of has the information and knows things and is willing to share so just call them and ask them all the questions that you have and don't be scared of it and so yeah that's kind of why I started the podcast because I was like okay I might as well email all these people and see if the, they're going to answer my questions um but yeah I think in my life that helped me a lot so anyways I guess that was more my answer than yours but that's okay
1: that's, that's really good yeah I, I completely agree with you time won't stop for anyone you need to make time um, yeah and another thing I've learned is like don't try to do everything all at once you know yeah Split things up. like when it's an assignment do like parts of it a day I feel like that helped me relax yeah. a lot more and it made my learning, at my academics a lot easier without so much
0: pressure. Okay, and then for the final question, I always ask like, how are you going to change the world now or even in the near, near future? And I mainly ask because everyone has different perspectives. Like some people will say the ripple effect, like I'll start with one person. I've heard some people say, I'll start with myself. I'll affect, or then there are those who are like, I'm going to invent like the next Google that just for some options. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So what do you think?
1: Um, I definitely think, you know, um, focusing on what I want to do is really important. Um, Before I try to, you know, tell anyone else what I like ideas or whatever, because I need to be, I need to have something concrete before I can go telling people, uh, telling other people, you know, this is good. This is, you know, you can't be saying things without knowing. And my goal has always been to help people. Um, That's why uh, that's a reason why I really, really want to be a doctor. Um, And I personally think that that could change the world because who knows, I might invite, I might invent something and I might create a revolutionary uh, device or something that might cure cancer. So, um, you know, just starting with yourself, following your goals, following your dreams, and trying to you know, motivate people, inspire people on the way is something I would like to
0: do. Well, thank you so much, Chevy, for coming on here. It was great having you. And I'm going to play this episode when you are accepted to college, because I know you will be. And I'll also play it again when you are starting your career in medicine. And then again, when you're graduating from medical school and residency, so that you can see and then when you cure cancer, I'll play this again
1: so thank you very much for having me here it was
0: it was an amazing experience that's it for today's episode remember to stay positive stay inspired and change the world bye everyone